0: Greetings, my intergalactic family. My name's Ricky, and welcome to Ricky's Mysteries and the Supernatural podcast. We'll talk about everything from UFOs to ancient megalithic sites to Bigfoot and the supernatural. We're going to talk about all of it on this podcast. Now let's all hop on the tic-tac and let's take a ride down this interdimensional wormhole. Greetings, galactic friends, and welcome back to another episode of Ricky's Mysteries and the Supernatural podcast. We're going to continue the conversation about UFOs tonight, and we have a very special guest who I was lucky enough to meet and who is actually an eyewitness to one of my favorite UFOs and UFO mass sightings of all time. So I don't want to go into too many details because I'd like for Kendra to tell her story about her up close and personal encounter with the Hudson Valley boomerang, I really just want to say uh, thank you for oh, no for being for being a part of this
1: first of all, I gotta just say that all right, so God is a big part of my life right now so and he's always been, but I truly believe that things happen for a reason and uh, and it's his universe. so if anything's happened to me, it's his universe right, so uh, It happened back, and I think it was 1983, because 83 or 84, I can't remember, but I was definitely in high school. And I was in, we were, uh, I'm from Somers, but I was in Mayapack. We were driving along Mayapack Avenue, and it's a big open field. It's like a thoroughbred farm, and it's a very quiet road. There's not a lot of traffic, but it's a very long road, you know. And just before we were on Route 6, and I saw this flying object to the, Right, and I was in the back of my friend's car, her and her boyfriend, and then my friend Brian next to me. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this object, to the right? But I guess I'm the only person noticing it. And then we turn off, get off Route 6, and we go on Mayapack Avenue. And then all of a sudden, we saw this huge object. I mean, it was off at a distance, and then all of a sudden, it was practically over us. So we pull over. And we look up and we're all amazed. It's like, you can't even explain it. You're sitting there going, and you're speechless. Like It's like a dream when you can't talk. And you're looking up at this object that is so massive. I mean, you can't even explain the size of it. But it didn't make any noise except for a humming noise. And it had these two, it was shaped like a boomerang. You could see the shape because it was such a clear night and it was just massive and two blue like fluorescent lights on each wing one on one and one on the other and then a yellow and a red light in the middle at the tip of the boomerang and i just we just didn't even know what to say we weren't even like we were almost a little scared you know and then all of a sudden as we all noticed it it just went whoop that's all we heard and it was gone it was gone and in- a half a second. Like we didn't even know where it went. It just went. So we were all. We just kept talking among ourselves. And I just looked at my friend Laura and my friend Brian. And we just. So we got back in the car, and and it was it was a Trans Am. So I could look in the rearview mirror just by looking up. You know, in the back seat. And I said, John, it's behind us. It's and I saw it as it turned. It's. The front end of it as a boomerang. The tip of it, it just turned towards the back of our car, and then it was on our tail. And we went, like, over 100 miles an hour easy on Mayapack Avenue. We were so scared. And we got to the intersection before Mayapack Avenue crosses right over New York County. and and then it was gone. But we were petrified. And then we realized we had we had realized what we just encountered, and and it was gone like a flash. And nobody wanted to believe us. And we did encounter somebody that night that did see it. Nobody believed him either. Um, at a restaurant, at a pizzeria actually, and uh, nobody would believe him. You know, it it was just I can't even explain it. And then two years, six was like two years later. I was at my house and we kind of have a big biggest estate, like it's almost 10 acres. And I went up to take a shower, and I know my dad and my sister were fighting. She was in college at the time, and she went out front of the uh, homestead, and she was sitting on the front stairs, which were kind of massive stairs, and I was up in the shower, so I don't know what was going on because obviously I was in the shower and my sister I guess started banging on the door because she locked herself out of the front door and my father came out and he just looked at her and he said what and then he looked up she was petrified the same boomerang was over my house two years later when nobody believed me wow and it was just like (laughs) the troopers came there was nothing on the radar Uh, they were investigating because my sister I guess she looked up and she saw the rustling of the leaves so it was just it was just above the trees and we had pretty massive trees. So this thing hovered and my father looked up and he just was in thought. (laughs) And they were probably having the same reaction I did two years prior to that. and, Then it turned and it started heading to the back horse pastures. And my father was chasing it (laughs)
0: like it was
1: Santa Claus in his sled. (laughs) (laughs) And he was out of breath, even though he runs every morning. He was out of breath, but it was like he believed in Santa Claus. You know, it's funny when people... If they don't encounter it, they don't believe anything. But believe me, <laughs> I wouldn't lie about something like this. And um, and then as he got out of the shower, he told me everything that was going on. And then the troopers were at our house, which the barracks are about a, two miles down the road. And so they came and they investigated and they pretty much spent about two hours at our house. Wow. Uh, asking questions because they couldn't understand why they didn't pick anything up at the radar on their radar because they have a radar at their trooper's barracks. Okay. And uh, they picked up nothing, and that wow. was my encounter. You know, and that's it. But I truly believe everything happens for a reason. You know, and meeting you at Lowe's <laughs> <laughs> that day, I'm sure there's maybe it's time for me to tell my story. You know.
0: Well, I just want to say I really appreciate you sharing that story. I think it's just incredible. My heart may have stopped if I would have looked up and seen something like that. I mean, you, you read I, it. I
1: do want to mention. I do want to mention something though. When we got out of the car and we saw that object, and it realized that we really scoped in on it, that's when. And we were all like looking up, and all of a sudden it was gone in a flash. Like, how does something that big go bye-bye in a flash? You know what I mean, and when you can clearly see it over you, you know, I, I, I it's don't, I don't get it. But I don't get a lot of stuff, but I believe.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, that's uh, you said it, it was kind of like it just went out of existence in like a flash, right? So could you actually see yeah. a flash, or did it? It, just, it was just there and then gone. It was.
1: It was gone. It was there and then it was gone, yeah. and that was it. You know. I mean, I had like, you know, it was like probably hovering over us for a good 30 seconds, you know, maybe a minute. I can't remember. I mean, you got to understand fifty 56, I was like 17 at the time. So, but I just, I remember it like it was yesterday because I probably will never encounter something like that again. And I'm kind of hoping I don't really, because it kind of scared me at first. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs>
0: well, yeah, it, we
1: were all scared.
0: That's, that's an interesting thing because I didn't realize that. So everyone was just terrified
1: we were terrified because you're, 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 you're dealing with something that you've never encountered before, you know, and you know, it's nothing from our armed forces, you know,
0: that's interesting too. So you, you clearly thought like this couldn't have been like a black ops project. Like this was something from somewhere else altogether.
1: (laughs) No, this is, yeah, this is definitely something, this is something from God. (laughs) This is something that he could only create, you know what I mean? I mean, there's no way. We just, we just don't have the capabilities, and nothing disappears like that. And I don't believe in magic, so. <laughs>
0: Kendra, I get, believe in
1: miracles, but I, I don't believe in magic.
0: <laughs> right. I I I, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. Now, yeah. let me ask you a question, just to give the just to give the listeners an idea of just how big mm-hmm. this thing is. Can you give us some kind of comparison, like something that they could? <sighs>
1: All I know is it was it was like if it got any closer where we were from Mayapak Avenue to the JV Mall, if you know the distance, if anybody knows the distance from the beginning of Mayapak Avenue to the JV Mall, it's there. It was bigger than any plane or any flying object you, you've ever seen you know everybody's you know when they see that big plane that lands in the Stewart airport and you know it's uh the air force or the army you know it's a cargo plane
0: right yeah
1: it's way bigger than that
0: <laughs> like how, like how many of those way bigger. how many of those do you think
1: like, uh probably at least three to four at least at least i mean I I'm, I'm guessing 3 or 4 because I've never been really been close to one of those planes but in, in like have you ever seen one hover you know when it comes across your house sometimes you'll hear it before it comes but the main thing was is this thing made no noise it only made a humming noise you know there's no jet engines you know so it was a humming noise it was like eh, you know you didn't even you could hardly hear it you know and it was just yeah Wow. Nothing that we've produced here on Earth, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> and uh, another thing that I thought was very interesting is just how close to the ground it was. You're saying that it was causing the was- leaves to rustle over the treetops?
1: Oh, my! at my house, my dad, yeah, yeah, because it was causing, yeah, it was causing, and we have these massive oaks and everything, so it was just above the trees. I remember my father telling the troopers, I remember him saying, and my sister actually said, I, I looked up, the trees were rustling, but there was no wind. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't, it wasn't something, it wasn't like a windy day or a windy night. It was that night when it happened. And so, she said she looked up, saw the trees rustling, and then she realized she was, it just covered all of our property.
0: Incredible. And
1: it was the same, it was the same boomerang.
0: It's Incredible. And then
1: I'm wondering, why was I the one that was in the shower? Because I probably didn't have to say, I told you so. (laughs) Because my father and my parents, nobody believed me, you know? They they were like, what are you smoking? (laughs) I'm like, nothing. (laughs) You know? So maybe I wasn't there to encounter it. Maybe it was just them to be encountering it, you know? like a lot of things that people don't believe in, you know? So,
0: uh,
1: I already had my encounter and it was time for them to have their close encounter.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, and that's, you know, that's the way to make someone become a believer, right? They see it themselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and there's, in a lot of things, there's a lot of non-believers out there, but, uh, I truly, I will, uh, stand by my word and, uh, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie about anything.
0: Well, you're very. You're, you're, I know that for a fact that you're a trustworthy person, so I know that what you're saying is true. Yeah. And for all you listeners out there, this is the, this is the truth. <laughs> this is not. This is not made up. This is. Uh, no, the, it's this, not this made is, up. This is the real thing. So
1: it is. Just it what is. You just and know. I. I. Uh, there was no. Uh, there was uh, no extra curriculum activities that made me see something else. You know what I mean. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's my statement. That's all I got. You know, I wish I could give you more, but that's all I saw.
0: So when you guys first saw it, how fast was it going?
1: (sighs) It wasn't. It was at a standstill. Oh, it was over us. It wasn't even moving. That's the whole thing. It was just hovering over us. Like you know and you couldn't see the sky you know what I mean it was it, when I when I saw it though it wasn't it wasn't like as close as it was down on my house the two years later but it was close enough that you could see the whole shape of it it was so massive you know I mean I I'm pretty sure there was a moon out that night so we really saw the whole shape of it you know what I mean
0: yeah but
1: it was it was hovering it wasn't moving at all but then all of a sudden when when it went goodbye like in a flash uh huh then that, it was like, it, it almost looked like it was arrowing in towards our car again as we were driving. And then it, also, it just appeared again, you know, behind us on Maypeck Avenue. And I saw it turning and I yelled at John, John, it's heading towards us again. And he, that's when he hit a buck, buck 10, buck 20 on on uh, Maypec Avenue.
0: <laughs> and it was right on your heels. Still. And
1: it was right on our heels. And I, we were all screaming. I mean, I was screaming like faster, faster. You know, I didn't even care how fast we were going. We're just like, get away from this. You know, we were scared. If it was just a, a normal plane, you know, we wouldn't have been so scared. But the thing hovered and turned. And, well, when I noticed it was behind us, because I looked and I and I had my, you know, it was like uh, you were getting chased by the passing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just turned towards us. I saw it off on a distance on my apex. Like It was right on the road, you know, like if it from the sky it was right on the road and then all of a sudden I said John it's pointing to us again and that's when we hit the pedal and we were all petrified
0: and how long was it chasing you all for?
1: uh, that's probably that's like a two mile that's probably like from Mayapack Avenue like where we were sitting it was probably at least a mile probably a mile
0: and then what? and then what what happened? it disappeared and
1: then we took a left we took I think we took a left at the intersection that brings you out onto 118. And uh, we took a left and then it was gone. And that was it. Yeah, either that or we kept going right to Yorktown. I can't remember, we were going fast, you know. But I just I just had this feeling it was narrowing in on us again. You know, like it was more curious about us than we, we were, <laughs> we, we want to get away from it. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of UFO people out there that would be like, yo, dude, why would you run from it? Because we didn't know what it was <laughs> we didn't know what it was it was definitely like it was definitely uh scoping us out for a reason you know
0: you got you got that feeling from it
1: I oh, was definitely I oh, was definitely yeah definitely
0: when your dad saw it and your uh, your sister you said saw it as well
1: yeah, my, my sister saw it first. Okay, so she was out on the front. It was late at night. I was just above her, actually, in the shower. So the the, the second floor, third floor, so she, you know, that's where my bathroom is. And and she was down below. She was down below on the front stoops. And these are huge granite. It's an old house. It's 200 years old. So they have these big, huge granite uh, steps. And she was out there crying, and my dad was fighting. And I do not even know what they were fighting about uh she encountered it by sitting on the front and then she looked up it was another clear night she looked up she saw the trees rustling and then she realized what was over the trees and she was petrified and she was banging on the door I guess she had locked herself out and um well the door it does have a lock on it but it's like this it's a different type of lock but it's an old doorknob and she was banging on the door because she couldn't get in the house it was like a bedroom for her and uh, she was scared. She was really scared. And my father came out, and he goes, "What?" And then he looked, and he and she looked up, and he he was speechless, he was like, me. you know." But now he's a believer you know and that's what it takes people need to see them to be believers
0: you know and that's that's kind of sad no yeah it is it is it is but you know sure i mean surely (laughs) you know surely one day you know i don't don't know about everyone but surely i mean the more you ask even people that you know uh family friends like someone has a story about something you know so this isn't uncommon it's just like people i feel like i feel like I don't know, So stig- it used to be so stigmatized that people would just not want to talk about it for the simple fact of not... Well, they
1: always think that everybody's, yeah, everybody's crazy, you know? Yeah, we can't all be crazy. It's, it's kind of like, I'm going to throw this at you. Uh, 1917, when Fatima appeared, 100,000 people viewed the sun dancing, okay? And I, I, I don't mean to throw the uh, religion at you, but it took 100,000 people to be believers, Okay. And there's still people that don't believe in it, but there was over a hundred thousand people that had the same story. Okay. And uh if you look up if you look up that story you'll understand, but it takes it takes a lot of people to make believers out of other people. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to see it. So yeah. that's all I got.
0: Well well, I hey listen, I really appreciate it. This is more than I could have ever asked for. I think uh it's incredible this is the, you are the first person that i've actually met who has had uh this encounter with the famed hudson valley boomerang so i just want to thank you again for um taking the time to be on the show today and sharing your incredible story
1: well i'm glad i can. i hopefully i can help somebody out there you know that uh you know did uh encountered same thing and nobody believed them either so uh uh, yeah, it was my pleasure and it was really nice meeting
0: you. It was my pleasure. And uh, hopefully, okay. uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, you know, in the future. Well, you're first of all, you're always welcome on the show. And second of all, if okay. you ever want to come back on the show and talk about any other mysterious things, you're more than welcome to.
1: Oh, Okay, I do, but we will talk about that
0: later. (laughs) We'll save that for another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) okay.
1: All All right, right. well, it was a pleasure, and I need to go find an umbrella. All right, well, good luck finding your umbrella. Yeah, I'm going. All right.
0: Say a prayer. All, right. All, <laughs> All right. right. I will. Take care. You take care, though. You too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to hit the like and subscribe button. If you're a fan of the show and would like to see me dedicate more time to this than my day job, and you'll also help feed the two ferocious barking cryptids here please visit the Patreon link at patreon.com backslash Mysteries. You can drop us a line at Mysteries at gmail.com. If you have anything you'd like to share, maybe we'll have you on the show. Our photo content is on Instagram and our podcast can be found on Acast. Until then, I'm looking forward to seeing you all next time on Ricky's Mysteries and the Supernatural. Now get out there and find the truth.